Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the Serology Podcast. For those of you who don't know what the ideology of Serology is, it's the act of being a gentleman while also keeping it cool and keeping it real. My first episode I'm going to talk about mental health. Now it is a serious topic, not a lot of people like to tackle it, but I'm going to try my best and see if it helps you and see if it helps me. So I've had my own experience, I've seen others, you know, it's hard to tell with the signs. Some people might be a little bit down, some people might be a little bit worried, you know, there's different things. There's a lot of, of, of issues people can have, you know, anxiety, depression, bipolarism, schizophrenia. I mean, if you're going down that route, that's getting pretty crazy. That's, you know, it's, I, I, I wouldn't know about those kind of topics, but my, my own issue I know before was I was a pretty anxious little dude. And I remember everything was just scary. Everything was fearful. And I never knew at the time what it was until I remember I talked to my parents and they were like, yeah, that's um, that's anxiety. And it's hard for them to kind of help their child because parents nowadays grew up in a time where you couldn't express your feelings and you can't talk about things. And they did, like schools and higher-ups didn't know what it was. So if someone was like this or acting this way, it was seen as being different and being unusual and you'd be outcasted. But now it's so open and everybody understands the mind. If there's something wrong with you now, there's so much, so many ways to get help. And I think that's great. But once you get out of that gloom, you find that there's so many more things to live. So that's why I decided to do a podcast, because I said, hey, you know, if I could overcome some some difficulties, then why can't others? So th- this, is a, this is a way of getting my word out here so you can listen. And hopefully if you're going through some trouble. You can tune in and relax and just let your mind roam for a while. So I think the main issue, especially in Ireland, is in in terms of mental health, is I think it's 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 just the atmosphere and the location. Rural Ireland, okay, yeah, there's big cities, but a lot of people from Ireland are in the middle of nowhere and there's not much to do, and it's just it's depressing. It's it's like there's an old centre down the road. That's pretty much all we can do. But especially like with lockdown, it there's there's even more. There's even more of an issue of having nothing to do. People are going off their heads. I know. I am. I for one had that issue for a long time, and I'm going to be honest. My job absolutely saved me because it was something to do. But when you think of the people who are jobless, yeah, the start was great. Oh, COVID pay, but now it's getting to a stage where people are like, seriously, when is when is this going to end? Because it's like we're going in circles here. It's like lockdown comes and goes, it comes and goes. Christmas was not worth it. Let me tell you why it was not worth it. Because Richie decided to drink way too early, fall asleep on the couch at 6 o'clock and wake up for Stephen's day in the morning for work. So it was not worth it at all, in my opinion. Maybe for others got to see family, but I know a few cases where it did not work out and there was a mix of COVID. And all I'm thinking of, was it really that worth it that some dude over in Wuhan decided to have a party with a bat, and now we're all here. I remember being in Amsterdam and getting a notification on Sky News saying, first case of COVID in Wuhan, and I was like, oh, another another stupid story. And then two weeks later, borders start closing, rules come in, and you're like, oh, shit. Like, life is just on hold. A lot that, and I, I find that it's just really not helping people that have issues going on in their head because there's no help anymore because the whole the whole thing of becoming better becoming a better person is finding a routine finding something that you like to do 
doing things that you like to do, hanging out with your friends, going to the gym. None of that is available anymore. Nobody can do that anymore. You can't go to the gym. You can barely go for a walk. You can't do anything. So how are you supposed to get better? Well, this is why I'm here. And this is how I'm going to tell you how I managed to get through this. And still, I'm getting through this. So when I said about routine, there's still some parts of your life that you can make a routine. So we're talking, get up a little earlier. Start your day. Make your bed. Make a fucking unreal breakfast. Eat eat it up. Play your favourite songs. Maybe try go outside for a walk. I don't know. Do something. Keeps your mind flowing. Keeps your mind going. Trust me, you'll feel a lot better. Hobbies are the main thing that I want. You as a listener, if you are listening to this, and the reason why you're listening to this is because you're feeling some sort of way that you can't describe, hobbies will save your life. If you like painting, if you like drawing, watch your favorite movie. Find something that you like and something that keeps you sane. Focus on that and I I can guarantee you, you'll start improving. So, like I was saying before, so anxiety, that, it's just, basically, it's, it's, a, it's a ball of stress. Just chilling in your brain, and you can't get rid of it. You don't know why it's there, you don't know how it's there. Some people might know, in rare cases, somebody can find the root of their problem. But a lot of the time, people are feeling this way, and they don't know why. And when you don't know you're feeling a certain way, how are you supposed to help yourself? You just gotta figure it out. Just do the things I say. And you'll find your own way. You'll find your own path. When this pandemic kicked off, I thought to myself, oh, no. This is going to get so much worse. And what really saved me was I tried all those steps that I mentioned. But also, I somehow managed to find myself a job. And that job was in the supermarket. Now, this wasn't no nine to five. We're talking five in the morning till about three o'clock in the day. So like up before the birds, it it really helped me overcome how I was feeling because you feel more productive. You are more productive. I mean, you're you're up before it gets bright and you're working away. I remember I, I come in, I come in at five, six in the morning, work. I, I remember at the time I was stacking milk, pretty lame job. But it's something to do. It's something to keep you busy. And also at the time, uh, I was focused on the leaving cert. The leaving cert was, was, was still going on. It was still about to happen. And that was another issue with a lot of people was they thought to themselves, how am I going to do an exam just by studying alone and not finishing a course that takes nearly two years to complete? How am I supposed to walk in there and write anything down? If the whole reason of teaching is to show you how to do something, but you have to end up teaching yourself. And I found that very hard to understand. And I'm, I, clearly a lot of other people found that very hard to understand because they were cancelled. And let me tell you, not only me, but a lot of others, that saved a lot of people's asses. Now, that could be because they did not do a tap or open a book. Or that could be because they were just so stressed out on life, they could not conjure even stepping foot inside the school. And I remember when that when the day that they were that it was announced that we didn't have to do the exams, the relief I felt, it was ridiculous because I took a big chance. I took a big gamble. I said to myself, right, most of my buddies are studying 
and they're well into the books. They're going to be somewhat ready for this exam. But I said to myself, there's no way in hell this is happening. I was so sure, and I ended up being right, thankfully, but I was so sure this was not going ahead. So I said, look, I'll find a job. Like I said, I did find a job. And I worked away. Instead of, instead of studying 24-7, I worked, I made money, and it worked out for me in the long run. So you just got to find that thing that'll help you. And the job, it just kept me busy. It, it took me off, took my mind away from what was happening, or from what was happening in the world. An occupied mind is a happy life. Now, if you're someone who's struggling with depression, that's a whole other story. Depression is, it's like grief for your own self. It's like the old you has died and there's nothing left. There's nothing. So it's as if your body is mourning for something that just hasn't happened. You, it's, it's someone who feels so down that they're just, they just go in to pretty much autopilot. They're not there anymore and their body's just going along. It's as if they're trapped in a glass frame, screaming, and they can't do anything about it. They're just watching their life go by and they're not interacting with it. And that's a terrifying experience for some people who aren't used to it and they don't know what's going on. And some people can go down the medical route and some people can just do what I said and just try to better themselves. But it's hard for some people that never get out of that slump. So for sometimes... It, it's just the way someone's wired. It's a chemical imbalance and they can't really do much about it. So they just have to sit it out and let it ride until something good comes of it. And sometimes that could be a good girl or a good boy that just comes along in a relationship. That could be their friends and family. It, it could be anything. Something will come along. I always think that things happen for a reason. And things happen for a reason because they make other lives better and other lives worse. And vice versa. It switches around. Murphy's Law. Anything bad that can happen will happen. Now, someone with that mindset constantly, that, that isn't always the case. But someone who thinks that constantly, that's the sort of thing that will never get you out of that mind frame. So any, anyone who has any issues in their head, it's always the same solutions. It's just, like I said, finding the thing and doing it and keeping, keeping on with it. Repetition, doing the same thing every day can drive you insane switch it up even if you're having you might have cereal every day have a bit of toast i don't know bit of marmalade throw on a bit of butter whatever it into man just do it for most people at the moment though i don't think it's down to actually how their brain works i think it's just a situation we're all in right now from what i was saying about not seeing friends and things like that everybody just misses life they miss the factor of life called freedom freedom is not a thing anymore it was even in decline before all of this with new rules and just corruption in the world either way i won't get into that that's for another time but right now it's just there's not a lot to do people miss even clubbing seeing their friends just doing things that would just made life normal and it what it is so it's just, it's just very hard to do anything about it and we're just going to have to wait wait this out sit this storm and hopefully it'll come better but nobody knows nobody knows how that's going to happen hopefully sometime in april we should be back back to normal here's hoping anyway but we'll just have to see but from my own perspective the things i do miss the most is just being able to call out and see people and 
especially going out and having drinks with your friends, just things in life that you would have never thought couldn't be possible anymore. It's it's the things that you, it's the things that are always in your life that you'll miss the most. It's like they're so vital to you, and you would never expect them to disappear. But when it happens, I'll give you a good example. So if your electricity goes, and you're like, "Oh, it's fine. I'll just throw on the kettle, or watch a bit of TV," and and then you say to yourself, "Oh shit, I can't really do that. The electricity is gone." It's the same thing now. Oh, I'm just I'm just gonna pop off to the shop. No, you can't. Do you have a valid reason? Do you need something essential? Even then, right? A lot of people are talking about these whole um, Garda stops and things like that. I don't think they're working, and I don't think they're working because they're not being used right. I saw a video the other day of a dude heading to the shop, and the Garda comes up to him and says, "Where are you after, sir?" And he just says, "Oh, I'm getting um go um food for my little sister's goldfish. It's hungry," and he was sent on his merry way. Now, I think that if the people who are supposed to be enforcing these rules can't even enforce them themselves, how do they expect others to abide by them if they're not even doing it? Or if we look at the time when um, all of the politicians were having a big party at a golf club, they're, they're supposed to be showing us an example of what not to do and what to do, yet they're doing the things we shouldn't be doing. But they expect everybody else to abide by it, but not them. Are they some superior to us? Are they better than us? I don't think so. But even they're finding it hard. And I think this whole thing is just its just an absolute joke. Finally, there are certain factors that people idolise in their lives. Things that might be as necessary as they should. Now, when I say things like that, I mean... Alcohol, drugs, unhealthy relationships, things like that. And it's hard to differentiate between what's good and what's bad. What's healthy and what's unhealthy. So even food, takeaways or a salad. Hmm, takeaways sounds pretty good right now. But a salad, maybe, maybe that's probably better for me. Or relationships. It takes people a long time to realize that they're in something bad until it gets so bad that it wakes them up a little. And I find that that can be a big factor to somebody's health, especially mental health. It's being with someone who is maybe toxic, maybe the root to all their problems. And I've seen it before. I've seen people go down that road where they're just changed, just a changed person for the bad. And, it, and, and when those people come out of that, it's, it's, sort of like, it's sort of like Stockholm Syndrome. And what that basically is, is when someone... Say someone was kidnapped for a long amount of time and that person finally breaks free of their captor, but they still miss the idea of being captured because it became such a vital part of their life that they can't seem to live without it, no matter how bad it was for them. That's kind of like an unhealthy relationship or a marriage. And to get over something like that, it just takes time. So even if you're someone listening now and you're going through maybe a breakup, or something that just doesn't feel right. You can't do it alone. You need someone there. You need someone to talk to. You need to express your feelings. Just don't don't hide it. Don't put it away. Don't keep it in. Because it only boils and gets worse. You need to just focus on yourself. Focus on the things that are good for you. And get away from the bad things. No matter how much you might miss them. If you know 
that it did not turn out right. Don't go chasing for something that ain't there. That's all I'll say. Anyway, that's enough for this. That's that's my time here. Thank you for, for joining. I just wanted to keep it short just to see, you know, what kind of audience I'm getting, what kind of viewers, what people are expecting, what people want. It won't be as serious next time. In, in, in the future, I'll be doing video recordings with people when, you know, lockdown ends and we can actually see people. But for now, I'll probably have guests on um, just over the phone or over the laptop. Um, but yeah, there'll be many more in the future. And uh, like and subscribe, dudes.